Hey everybody, this is Jade and welcome to another episode of Jade Start Secrets podcast. And in this episode, I'm joined with Kate Woodfoy. She's the co-founder and chair of Luminosity Youth Summit, Inc., which is a not-for-profit organization that hosts three-day summits for the youth down in Port Macquarie. Um, she's got a strong background in sales and also helping people achieve their full potential. So thanks so much for joining me, Kate. Thank you for having me, Jade. So the big question is this. How do we have the freedom we crave so badly when we're stuck in jobs we don't like, leaving us unfulfilled, exhausted and trapped? What if I told you that you're already qualified enough to start building a life on your terms, the life of your dreams? That is the question and this podcast will show you how by giving you the answers. My name is Jade Weller and welcome to Jade Start Secrets Podcast. So just so, so, so tell the listeners a little bit about who you are. Um, so you're from Port Macquarie and, and tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up in events. Okay, great. So um, I was born in a little place called Tari, which is about an hour from Port Macquarie. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I'm actually a first-generation Aussie. Uh, my mum is from Zimbabwe and my dad is from the north of England. Um, but they settled in a little regional town. I had a beautiful country upbringing, country coastal upbringing, um, but I always knew that I wanted to travel the world. And um, events, food, celebration, that's always been a huge part of um, our family life. And I ended up taking that into my professional life. So um, in year 12, I was going to head down the path of uh, journalism law, which I got accepted into. But at the same time, I had a little backup plan. and My mum had encouraged me to travel to Port Macquarie, which is about an hour away, to apply for a highly random um, business uh, scholarship, which actually focused on tourism and events. And um, randomly enough, I was the successful recipient of that and it meant that... Um, I deferred my uni degree and I travelled to Sydney and did a year's uh, intense course in tourism um, and hotel management. And from there, I've pretty much travelled the world and had uh, a fantastic time um, in the uh, business events world and really just realised that's my absolute passion and, and where I need to be. So, yeah. Everybody sort of says they have the dream of wanting to travel the world and sort of get to meet people and you've, you've literally done that. That's incredible. Yeah. So did you end up circling back to your law journalism? Well, I, I've kind of, it's kind of funny how the world works. So um, I always had a bit of a thing that I didn't have a university degree but uh, it really hasn't hindered me in, in my role. I ended up travelling. Um, I ended up working for the Royal Family in the UK, worked for a really high-profile mm-hmm. event company there, and then I came back, um, and whilst I didn't settle in Taria, I came back to be with Macquarie, and I um, started with the event hospitality group there. So they look after um, the QT hotels and Ridges hotels, um, and I have been with them for the last 13 years. Um, and alongside that, I also have been writing for Focus magazine. So I've kind of... Um, I do like an events social column and I've been the personality behind that for the last 15 years. So um, I kind of joined my two worlds of events and business um, with my love of writing um, and events and uh, I've written for Focus magazine for the last 15 years. So, yeah, a bit of a blend of my two passions. So you used to do some work for the royal family, you said, in, in England, was it? Yeah, I did. So when I had my year after I finished my... Um, business degree in the, in the hotel events space, I went to travel and see where my dad's family came from and I ended up working in the UK. And I worked for an events company called Esprit and Decorum and this is kind of where the saying yes to things comes in. I got an offer to do some contract work for this 
random, what I thought was a little random event company. Turns out this event company was actually contracted to Disney, uh, the Royal Family, (laughs) Revlon International, all these amazing brands. (laughs) And um, I literally just had the time of my life and my skill level, um, because I'd always worked in the tourism and hospitality industry, my skill level went from like, what I thought was good to absolutely next level and uh, I ended up being assigned to we're at the Chelsea Flower Show I don't know if you've heard of that yeah. but it's the um the royal family get together every year and it's like the an international um very high level garden show but they have beautiful marquees full of the, the rich and famous and a royal family always take a marquee for 150 and I was selected out of all the um the different attendees to be Prince Charles's hostess for the day. So it meant that I was looking after Prince Andrew, Bergie, all the rest of it. It was crazy. So um, really working and serving the Queen, her sister, everybody, it was just like an out-of-body experience. And I remember that day calling um, when I got home to my little flat in London. I remember calling my mum and dad and going, this is this is what I'm meant to do, this is me. And it just opened my whole mind to another, another thing. Previously, I only wanted to buy a restaurant or work in a hotel. And when we got back, um, obviously many years later, but my husband and I opened up this specialist catering and events company and it was all based on those amazing experiences that I'd had in the UK. Um, it was crazy. And we had so many different events that we did with them, but um, I think that the Chelsea Flower Show and was one-on-one with the Queen and Prince Charles pretty much was yeah, the highlight. Wow. That's like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of opportunity, isn't it? It was cool. Yeah. And it was only that I said I was literally going to say no because I was really nervous. I was in another country and I, didn't, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And it's... Um, it was the best decision I made. So, yeah. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Thank and you. so with your events, is, is that how you ended up founding Luminosity Youth Summit? Was you you started to think, I, I want to host my own event? Or how did, how did you, you get into hosting your own not-for-profit charity? <laughs> okay, so um, I've been doing, my husband and I also had a business on our own doing events before I started with the hotel. But whilst I was at the hotel, I was introduced to an amazing lady who became uh, later became my mentor, Dr. Yessa Durer, um, and I was introduced to her by a lady called Sue Jogaba, who also previously had been in hotels but was a very prominent business person in Port Macquarie. Uh, and both of these ladies invited me randomly to um, a forum of education leaders, and I was thinking, great, I love these two ladies, I admire them, I'm going to go along to this meeting and see what it's all about. And it was filled with principals and um, university people and TAFE leaders and different youth group leaders and they were talking about what regional youth um, are passionate about and what we actually need to do to engage and retain these amazing young people instead of um, then finishing year 12 and then zipping off, you know, and travelling the world and never coming back. Um, what can we do to um, elevate Port Macquarie, you know, to be somewhere that people want to stay and be a great place for young people. Mm. So during the conversation, I was thinking, why am I here? What's this all about? And I just had a light bulb moment and it was, um, you know, I can use my skills as an event coordinator to bring people together uh, to connect and to be upskilled. So from my own experience as a young person um, in coastal Australia or regional Australia, I realised that I didn't have potentially as many opportunities as people, as young people in the city did. They can nip off to the theatre, they can go to like a TEDx event, they could go to um, a lecture at a university, they could really have any, any. there's no limit to what they could do in the city and access, whereas if you're a coastal or country student, you can't actually just pop out and do that. You've got to organise accommodation, it's a four-hour drive or a six-hour drive or an eight-hour drive, depending where you're coming from. Mm. And it's just more challenging to access all these amazing things. Uh, so what 
after this meeting where everyone was chatting about sort of standard ideas of, oh, let's just get together once a month and have a meeting. And I sat down with these ladies and I'm like, there's got to be something more that we can do. And from that, we formed a group of around 10 um, really passionate local people, so not traditional um, you know, you know, education types. There was one, Dr. Miesa Duro, who was head of Chelster at the time, uh, but the rest were business people, media, um, and myself, hotel and events people, and we just came together and created this idea of, of the Luminosity Youth Summit. So it's, it's modelled off like a TEDx-style event or a, a corporate summit, uh, and it's really aimed at young people. Mm, that's amazing I actually grew up in a little country town myself um, a town called Kaminia which is out like nobody ever knows where it is <laughs> it's out past um, Ipswich out near like Esk Wybenhoe Dam kind of way and um, it's there was you know tiny 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 little town everybody knew everybody um, so there's a lot of sticky beats and <laughs> when you go to a high school there people tend to get trapped and not leave so they just like have kids when they're 18, 19, they raise their families yeah. there, they often marry people who go out and work in the mines and they yes. sort of their potential doesn't get captured or tapped because they just settle into this life that that's, that's right. all they knew, that's all their family have known and, every, like I said, everybody knows everybody. It's this comfort zone. Yeah. So um, that's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I can really relate to that. And, I, you know, um, I guess what the, the event is about is about showing all these people that might have had, you know, generations of being in one spot or had nobody, you know, start their own business or no one uh, attend university or no one actually, you know, yeah, I guess pursue that sort of passion. It's about showing them that there are hundreds of different ways to reach success and it doesn't have to be the traditional parts of uni or, you, look, you know what, it might be that you are the first person that goes to university in your family or you might be someone who's going to start a business in tech or you might be, like yourself, a startup uh, person. So it's about showing people that there are lots of different opportunities and really just raising aspiration, you know, that yeah. anything is possible yeah. um, and really valuing those, you know, the three things that I think are really important, which are creativity, excellence and entrepreneurship. Yeah, that's amazing. So have you found since in, in the time that you've been running this Youth Summit, um, so how, it's been, what, five or seven years now? Uh, so this will be our seventh year. So yeah. we would have had over 2,000 um, young people come through the program. So have you found since you've been running the summit that it's starting to change the culture? I suppose it, it, instead of people feeling like they're running away from their hometown, now they feel like they're, they're if, if you if you strive to achieve something great, you're not running away anymore. Now you're you're just trying to reach your potential. So it's creating is yep. it changing that stigma. I think when I was first invited to that meeting, I think it was all the principals were saying, "How do we keep these people here?" But what I am truly passionate about is people finding their own passion, and I don't necessarily think that um, staying in one place is all about that. I think you need to go and find yourself. You might That might just be making sure that you're regularly travelling. It doesn't mean that you have to leave the area, but it also might mean that you go away for two or three years, do something totally amazing, step out of your comfort zone, uh, meet new people, make valuable connections for business and yourself, and then, you know, you may bring them back when you have your own family or you may start up somewhere else. But um, I can definitely see, I mean, I just glory itself is full of entrepreneurs it's full of um fantastic social entrepreneur projects um a lot of environmental stuff um fantastic like uh there's a stat somewhere i don't know exactly but port macquarie was recently um announced the third top event city in the world so there was montreal paris and then port macquarie oh, wow. so that's pretty amazing and 
a part of that comes off the back of a speaker that we had called Peter Kagiyama, um, who, uh, if you Google him, he's really cool. He um, talks about people being passionate about the places that they come from and making, um, creating energy and tourism around um, loving the place that you live. And Port Macquarie Council um, part sponsored him to come along and so did Luminosity, and he spoke to the youth at the summit and then he also spoke um, at the council chambers and from that a whole economic development plan came around about creating awesome spaces. So it's about activating, you know, uh, fantastic public art sculptures, um, all different things that basically just make, instead of it just being a city, it makes it a fantastic attraction and also a beautiful place to live. And, yeah, that's just one of the spin-offs from, from the summit combining with community and business. That's amazing. I love it when you find out things like that, like a little country town like Port Macquarie is the third, yeah. number, ranked as number third city in the world for events. That's phenomenal. Uh, we found that's out on the, on the Gold Coast, um, everybody knows the Gold Coast is quite entrepreneurial and there's a lot of entrepreneurs here. Yes, I, I actually had no idea the extent of it. I found out the other day there's a company that actually makes rockets for NASA at Pimpama, which is in the Gold Coast here. Like you kind of don't realise the potential a city can have when you group a heap of entrepreneurs together. It's powerful. Exactly. So you've got yeah. some amazing yeah. speakers. That are... that. Sorry, what was that? So I was just going to say, when you're talking about so many entrepreneurs in the one city, I think um, that what the summit does do is actually just plant that seed early and the, yeah. and plant about how important it is for entrepreneurs to connect and uplift each other mm. and that, that you can have a community that's not necessarily associated with employment or study, that it can be about, yeah, business. Mm. I think it's about big picture too. Like if you can create a, a functioning economy in the city, then it's just going to continue to grow and the, the, the it's going to have, like you said, more opportunities, which is going to lead to better yeah. lifestyle for future generations. And it's a big picture piece. It's not necessarily just about changing the culture amongst youth so that they don't feel as though they're abandoning or leaving their hometown either. Um, it's, True. It's very cool. Um, so you've with the summit, um, you've got some amazing speakers that are lined up for this year. Um, I have to admit the um i told my little i've got two little brothers one's 18 one's 21 and i shared with yeah. them that i was um doing a keynote at the the summit and i showed them the list of speakers and my brother flipped out about one particular keynote you've got which one the illusionist <laughs> um oh, Cosentino. yes Cosentino. <laughs> i i don't watch tv so i've never seen him and my brother's like how do you not know who he is <laughs> so, he's pretty big he's pretty big and he's a an amazing guy and he came from like he had a lot of learning difficulties as a child and he was mm -hmm. very much encouraged by his mom who was a school like a school principal um to get into the magic world and he's just absolutely flourished in that and he was I think on X Factor one of those shows and he's just gone absolutely stratospheric and he's in Vegas he's performing all over the world he lived to try and get a briefing call with him <laughs> to talk about the summit he was like yeah, Tetris. It was like trying to find out one little slot in his very busy. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be so awesome. That's going to be so inspirational for a lot of people. You really can make your dreams come true. I suppose you just got to believe in yourself enough and follow what it is that you're yeah. good at. Um, I think in That's the school right. system, like I know with my youngest little brother, the school traditional school system has kind of left him behind a little bit because he, he learns yeah, right. in a different way. So he'll go to school and if, if he doesn't quite understand a topic, he kind of just glosses over and, and doesn't really didn't really comprehend it. And uh, I think that these kinds of summits are really good to show people that it's okay if you have different learning styles as well so like yeah, for him you know he, totally. he's not he, there's nothing like wrong with the way he learns it's just different everybody it's else just different. Yeah. yeah 
percent. Mm. And I think that totally underpins what we're about. That there's not one one path to success. There's not one way of doing things. And that what you might see as your weakness might actually turn out to be your strength. Yeah, your superpower. <laughs> yeah, superpower. I love that. <laughs> um, so with with um with your career in events, what what's sort of been the most challenging part about being able to find your fulfillment within your little superpower as well which is bringing people yeah. together and inspiring people oh look i would have to say um the most challenging thing would have to have been the summit after deciding that we want to do it um it was a fairly mammoth um task to actually get it off the ground and and get financial backing from businesses to say look we're going to run this thing that's never happened before we're going to bring youth from all over the country and you just have to take my word for it that it's going to be next level and we're going to deliver on this amazing promise of you know youth excellence and leadership and that we're going to knock everyone's socks off so i remember many a night and my husband will attest to this uh, i had a little two-year-old boy and i was sitting in my pajamas in floods of tears at like three o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. thinking what am I doing why am I doing this um but I have to say when those first 350 young people came through the door and we did and I did the opening address it was the most satisfying moment of my life to know that all these people were going to experience something totally new that they've never had access to before and at the closing at the closing when we had all the team around us because it was a massive team that we couldn't have done it without everybody um that was probably the moment where I realised that I could combine um, the thing that I love, which is event and connecting people, and really actually make a difference in the world. And people would stop me, you know, at calls and things. And it sounds crazy because we we're a smaller place, not not as small as where I grew up, but definitely small. And they say you're the you're the luminosity lady, and um, they would say, look, I just really want to thank you. That really changed my life. This is what I've done, or you know, this made me think blah. And it's just the, all these random conversations would happen at random spots, you know, at the beach or at a cafe. And I actually realised that this event was making a difference. And I know that all of our crew, which is now nearly 20, um, have had these moments over the last seven years where people have physically stopped and said, you know what, that day changed my life or that speaker changed my life. And they're still in. And what's been awesome about, about the event is that um, so many of the speakers have been fantastic with the young leaders. They are still in contact on social media. A lot of them just do voluntary mentoring um, with these young people. And it's, you know, we've had one girl... This is like next level uh, commitment. She um, heard one speaker and uh, it really inspired her. It was Annabelle Chauncey who runs um, School for Life Foundation in Uganda. And after she heard her speak, she actually um, went home to her mum's home country in the Philippines, bought a block of land and set up um, an orphanage slash school where her mum has now returned to be a nurse and she now works. So she has actually set up a not-for-profit um, and is changing little people's lives in the Philippines, which is where her family originally come from. So there's little stories like that, big and smaller, where it's just been this little butterfly effect of awesomeness where people, you know, have heard something and they're actually taking action. That is, so, wow, that is amazing. Oh, that gave me Super chills as you said that. Yeah, stuff like that. And then you just think, you know, it is actually making a difference. And I think that's what I realised I could actually, instead of just making great parties or great events, I could actually do something with that. And with a, and it's not, you know, there's nothing better than doing that with a group of people that are just as passionate as you are. And uh, all of us bring different skills, like you know Marianne very well. Uh, but there are a crew of yeah, nearly 20 now that all just combine in a totally voluntary capacity. 
um, and do this outside of their normal work lives to make it happen. And I know they keep on coming back seven years in a row because um, of all these little mini moments and massive moments where people say it's changed their life. That's amazing. I'm 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 a massive advocate for breaking molds. I've broken my own molds. I've seen people break molds. And when you actually break a mold, it doesn't just, I suppose, create a new life for you or a new environment. It actually changes the way you think permanently because you used to think something wasn't possible. And when you break a mold, all of a sudden it shatters that belief that things are impossible. And now you start to think, well, what can I do that I never I used to previously think yeah. it was impossible and now all of a sudden the world's your oyster and <laughs> you just want to you know do massive big things and shake the world yeah. but, and that that's that's what I love about breaking molds it's not necessarily about creating a life that you want it's about the ripple effect it has where you then can, can have bigger and bigger effects um so it's actually one of my goals to set up a, a not-for-profit and sort of donate a lot of the proceeds into helping people break molds as well so um I remember when I was going through uni, I was um, I was applying for um, scholarship programs, and because I was 26 at the time, and um, I was working a full time job just so I could, you know, pay for my university degree. Yes. And there was nothing for mature age. There's one mature age um, scholarship, which is ridiculous. And exactly, exactly. And there's like a billion <laughs> for people who are leaving school, but none for people who've got a mortgage and kids who are, and I went to uni with another guy and he was going, he was in the same boat as me and he was trying to yeah. change his, break his moulds and change his career and there was nothing for him either and his wife was working to support him while he was at uni and, yeah, it's just, wow. it's, it's yeah, been a bit of a passion to try and change that. <laughs> but, that yeah. Of course. That is, that is definitely a valid thing and we've got some, I now, and I think we chatted about this earlier offline, but, I am now working for a university, which is kind of ironic for me because I don't have a university degree, um, but I am now the external face of the university. So that was a really big step for me to do that. But I'm now seeing all these amazing people that are retraining, like they're in their 20s or early 30s and even older than that, that are saying, you know what, I actually want to change my, my life. I want to retrain. I want to do my thing. And uh, there's, I agree with you that there needs to be more opportunity for support, financial and other, mm. you know, just like moral support to be able to get, um, you know, get these people through their studies so they can get to that next level of what they want to do. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm very, very, very excited to be um, speaking at this summit in yes. July. <laughs> Is there any... I know, I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. So tell, can you give us a little sneak preview of what you're going to talk about? Yes. So I'm going to be delivering a keynote from the main stage, which is going to be my story. Um, I'm going to be sharing little bits that people haven't heard yet, um, and it's going to right. all, all tie into how I got to where I am not following the traditional path, um, as I mentioned, fantastic. a couple of country towns so, <laughs> and breaking mold. And I'm also, I've got a really, really special offer, which I'm giving away at the summit um, for free for everybody who attends. So all you need is your phone and you'll be able to sign up. So um, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's going to be amazing. And it's going to help you be or help anybody who's at the summit to be able to challenge their minds and come up with um, something that is going to be unique to them and, and they're able to explore and create a, a living off if they like. So I'm very excited. Cool. So, Yay, that's excellent. so yeah, we're so excited to have you. It's going to be wonderful. I think that everyone in the room will be very lucky to hear your message. So thank you. Thanks, Kate. So what's the one piece of advice you've got for anybody listening that is um, either from a remote country town or from a city? Um, they're thinking about 
about doing something but they're not too sure what to do or um, maybe perhaps trying to, to look at setting up a, or, or help a not-for-profit, just what's some piece of advice that you'd have for somebody that you found really powerful in your life? Okay, I would definitely say um, say yes to things that you normally wouldn't say yes to. Um, put yourself in situations, and I'm talking in an opportunity sense, put yourself in situations that you might feel a little uncomfortable in and certainly, um, I guess, associate with people that are not the same as you because you can learn, you always gain something from someone that is not like you. If you're always surrounding yourself with people that are exactly the same, you're not going to learn anything. Mm. So I would say yes to situations that are kind of maybe a little bit scary but have lots of opportunities. So it's like that risk and reward thing. Mm. Take the risk and reward will come. Um, and, yeah, just, just I know everyone says it, but really do step out of, of your of your comfort zone because that's often where the awesome stuff happens. And I know it's this massive cliche, but in my life I absolutely found that um, doing saying yes and then sort of figuring it out later often can work for you. That's amazing. I love that. I actually had a really good analogy once, um, which a doctor talked about, which is in relation to a lobster. <laughs> a bit random, I know. <laughs> he talked about how if if you don't challenge yourself to grow, you won't you won't grow. So if you think of a lobster inside their shell, they have to get too big for their shell before they can actually shed their shell and grow into a new shell yep. and get comfortable again. I so love that. yeah, he's saying you know sometimes when you get to something and it's challenging you a bit much and you're like. Oh, I don't want to do this anymore. That's the part where you're starting to fill your shell a bit too much. And if you can just push yeah. through that, then that shell will crack, you'll break it and you'll break into a new shell, and which is a new version yeah. of you. So I love that. I thought that analogy yeah. was funny. Awesome. <laughs> well, thanks so much for your time, Kate. I'm, I'm really excited for everybody who's going to be attending the summit because I know you've got some incredible speakers lined up and the value that you're going to be delivering from that stage um, over those three days is going to be amazing. So do you want to tell people where they can get tickets and um and and any other information about the summit that they need to know oh definitely thank you jade and we can't wait to have you um okay so you need to jump on to luminosityyouthsummit.com.au and grab your tickets they're 295 each for the three days uh, but the exciting news is destination new south wales has come on as our strategic sponsor and they're covering your transport so if you are from out west so england um newcastle sydney um Anywhere, if you jump onto our site, you'll see where all the, the complimentary coaches are coming and we'll coach you in to Port Macquarie and then you just need to take care of your accommodation. Um, really, honestly, it will change your life in a really positive way and we'll have amazing speakers like Jane there that will give you tips, tricks and just, yeah, little hacks to um, make your life amazing. So, yeah, hopefully we see you all there. Excellent. Thanks so much, Kate. Well, jump on and grab your tickets, everybody. Um, the summit's on the 24th to the 26th of July. So it's it's in a month, so it's not too far away. And I can't wait to see you all there. Thanks so much for your time, Kate. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jay. Thanks for having me. Talk soon. Bye.